Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today. And I was talking to our producer before this, and down here in Florida, we've pretty much winter has come and gone in Florida. We're back in the 80s now, so we're back to normal Florida weather, but it's still fairly nice, and hopefully a lot of the northerners that are driving extremely slow down here will take that as a um, reason to start heading back up north traffic has been horrific for the last four to five weeks and uh, you can tell with the massive out-of-state tags in some case i've been driving around and i'll see more out-of-state tags than i do florida tags in my area which is rare now if you go to orlando and some of the other spots but apparently a lot of people have realized the central florida areas place to be now i guess because everything else has gotten so polluted and so overrun with people and so horrific traffic uh i guess they decide to come here now which is just absolutely not fantastic (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) it is yeah it's gotten insane it's so i mean people are always welcome to come down here and enjoy florida but one thing i have said and i will continue to say if you come down to florida Enjoy Florida for Florida. Don't try to change it in the state that you left to come down here. We have seen that happen repeatedly now in multiple cities across Florida where the invasion from outside states because they didn't like their policies during COVID world, they wanted to come down here and now they suddenly want to tell everyone else what they have to do down here in Florida. And Sorry, guys, it doesn't work that way in Florida. We're used to the meth heads and the alligators and the water moccasins. The last thing we're going to do is listen to liberal clowns come down here and tell us what we have to do so just a side note for that and if you want to go somewhere else perfectly fine head to another state i'm sure they'll love you there also to another side news giving everybody a heads up with healthmasters.com thank you for the continued support the prostate support on sale right now for the last day for 15 percent off be sure to take advantage of that special why it's on sale right now and also to check out the product of the week for tomorrow looks like the n-acetylcysteine nac is winning by a landslide right now, I don't think much of anything's going to beat it. I mean, it could if everybody got on and wanted to vote for something else, but it seems to be the consensus is NAC. The re- there's a reason why for that. The product is incredibly good at detoxification. It supports glutathione synthesis, which helps repair cells. It also helps detox environmental toxins and pollutants, which is one of the reasons why I have personally seen such good results with it when I've taken it with COVID, when I caught COVID, that's the same way he's taken N-acetylcysteine. Again, that's just our personal opinion when we have used it ourselves, and it really helps support healthy respiratory function, which is another very important thing to make sure you're doing when you're trying to keep your body overall healthy and keep your lung functioning at top tier performance. So be sure to check that out tomorrow on the website at healthmasters.com. Now, the first thing I got to get into this morning is I got to address a completely and totally nonsense research article that I've had multiple people send me now and that the World Economic Forum and just about every other mainstream media site is, of course, parroting to push their propaganda. If you guys have not seen this yet, express.co.uk just published the study by the Cleveland Clinic suggesting that choline is making everybody's blood prone to clotting and is causing heart attacks and strokes. Now, choline is actually an essential nutrient in the body, and they're claiming here in this research study that choline is what's causing all the heart attacks. And, of course, this is the title that they put out there now. I cannot make this up. Blood clots. Nutrient found in eggs linked to enhanced risk of blood clotting and heart attacks, study shows. Now, 
This is complete and total lies right out from the bottom of hell. I'll tell you this right now. Choline is extremely essential for overall health. Eggs are one of the most beneficial food, superfoods you can eat, not just because of choline, because they're bioavailability, because they're omega-3 fats and a host of other things, as you guys know I've talked about. What they did in this study, this is the funny part of the study. They go in here and they continually keep going after beef and eggs, beef and eggs, beef and eggs. Now, ironically enough, Beef and eggs have been used for, I don't know, thousands and thousands of years without problem. They've been a staple in most people's diets, and when used properly, they actually are very, very good for overall health, especially eggs. But suddenly, the Cleveland Clinic decided that they were going to uh, put out a research study. And according to the medical news today, the choline supports various bodily functions, however, in consuming too much food and choline could cause health problems. So here's how they figured out they were going to manipulate the study. They took vegetarians, pure vegetarians, and they gave them huge doses of synthetic choline supplementation. When they did that, they then tested their blood and they found that they observed an increase in platelet responsiveness, which could be a risk factor and heart attacks and strokes. So they thereby concluded eating anything with choline can increase your risk of heart attacks and strokes. And by all means, if you possibly eat bioactive, healthy food that is loaded with natural choline and food supplementation like eggs, naturally you're going to increase your risk of platelet responsiveness, which is going to cause you to have heart attacks and strokes. This is a complete and total lie. However, it did not change the fact that the World Economic Forum tweeted immediately after this study was released yesterday. They came out with a big tweet, and you'll be so shocked on what they said. Eating eggs increases the risk of heart attacks and strokes. <laughs> can't, can't make this up. So they came out, and even though there's been numerous research on how healthy eggs are for the body – Every single mainstream media outlet, including World Economic Forum, has now started to say that this is very clear evidence that we need to reevaluate eating eggs in our society and other options need to be weighed out. Of course, that's what they would say. Ironically enough, this comes right on the heels after a few months ago as Bill Gates invested in artificial eggs just before the spike started to go up. And as you guys know, Bill Gates has a history in investing in everything that's artificial, including insect protein, Beyond Meat, cornucopia vaccines. And it should come to a surprise that he invested in Hampton Creek now. The company is bringing artificial eggs to mainstream. Now, it's interestingly enough about this is I've brought repeated stories up all the way since the beginning of last year where we've had these random occurrences of these egg factories and these chicken farms or these egg farms completely burning down and going up in smoke. And all of a sudden this avian bird flu comes out and they say you have to butcher 5 million chickens, which I'm sure that was just absolutely horrific to try to do. Then they came out and we had what an airplane land in an egg factory and then another airplane land in another air egg factory, which I don't even really – know the statistical probability of that actually happening. And suddenly we now see another fire over in New Zealand, their largest egg farm killing almost 100,000 hens amid another national shortage, just randomly out of middle of nowhere. This egg farm just went up in smoke out in New Zealand randomly, just no, no coincidence there whatsoever. And at the exact same time, we see the research study come out and say that, hey, Nutrients found in eggs are linked to enhanced risk of blood clotting and heart attacks. 
right at the same time now over the last year, we've seen record amount of strokes and heart attacks and blood clots in the United States and worldwide due directly to the spike protein injection from the RNA gene therapy, which has been shown in Pfizer's own research and in numerous other research studies now showing that this shot is directly linked to heart attacks, strokes, and blood clots. But hey, let's not talk about that. Let's blame it on eggs because people haven't eaten them for thousands of years and had extremely good health responses from them. Eggs got to be the culprit. We're bringing you artificial synthetic eggs so we can make sure your omega-3 fats and your natural protein intake drop even lower. But I just wanted to bring that up to you guys today to address that because I've seen this getting reposted everywhere now and people are freaking out going, eggs are causing heart attacks and strokes. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Guys, it's theater, it's lies, it's propaganda. Every single day, this continually a new lie is being brought out to try to justify. Remember when they said a couple weeks ago that taking naps can cause blood clots and heart attacks? Oh, that's right. And then they said exercising healthily is going to cause blood clots and heart attacks. Oh, then they said working outside, oh, that causes heart attacks too. Oh, also too, playing video games heart, causes heart attacks. Literally every single thing they can come up with now, they put heart attacks after it to try to justify what has happened with this Pfizer Moderna shot causing heart attacks and strokes and abnormal blood clots all across the world. My friends, that is the only singular event that has changed in the last hundred years. People have always worked outside. People have exercised. People have taken naps. People have played video games for the last 30 years. None of these things have ever contributed to massive amounts of heart attacks and blood clots ever. Now, suddenly, we have millions and millions of people all across the world, actually billions, subjecting themselves to RNA gene therapy experimental shots that have never been long-term tested, and suddenly it's everything else's fault for heart attacks. And now, eggs are the new thing that they shuffled the deck on and pulled it out and said... Eggs are now causing heart attacks and blood clots now. You need to be very careful and actually just stop eating eggs. Eat your soy burger. That's the, really the best thing for you. Your GMO glyphosate-ridden soy burger, that's the most healthiest thing for you. And, oh, don't forget your cocoa puffs with the high-fructose corn syrup and your Red 40 and your MSG. Those are really good. Oh, and don't forget your Doritos. You know, they also they got a high dose of MSG. Those are your top-tier products on the food listing now. Beef, eggs, and butter, as you guys saw when I brought up that food index a couple months ago, beef, eggs, and butter at the very bottom of the list to pretty much never eat. And, of course, at the top of the list was Lucky Charms, bananas, and watermelon. So I can't argue with bananas, but watermelon and Lucky Charms, guys, come on, give me a break. This is the lie. This is the propaganda, and this is what they will continually do. And as long as the brainwashed masses eat down the propaganda with their daily dose of Lucky Charms, they'll continue to believe this nonsense, and you will actually have people that start going away from eggs because the prices are so high, and they will start going with these artificial plastic eggs because, hey, trust the science, man. The same people that told us the COVID shot was safe, the same people that told us masks work, the same people that told us we had to shut down our business for our safety are the same people that are telling us now the eggs are giving everybody heart attacks and strokes so naturally you know we'd follow what they say right dad <laughs> come on well we told everyone this two years ago when they started injecting everybody with the clot shot we told everybody they were gonna have massive massive death rates and they're gonna have to attribute it to something else so now they're attributing it to eggs but luckily for us 
you know, egg factories are burning down everywhere and millions of chickens are being killed and there's a massive egg shortage and eggs prices are going through the roof. And lucky us that now we basically have been able to price ourselves out of the market because of eggs. And, and lucky us now that this company and this, this, this research studies come out to warn us about the dangers of choline. It's just it's it's all complete and total theater, guys. It, the eggs have been shown now, the egg yolks have been shown now to reduce the effects and to basically get rid of spike proteins and to stop the problems associated with COVID, according to the studies that we already posted on our website. Yep. Now, now here, here's the problem with all of this stuff. They've got to find a boogeyman. They always have to have a boogeyman. If it's not a balloon floating over the United States at 60,000 feet, which, by the way, does create a problem to try to shoot it down because it's very, very high. Most planes can't even get near that high. But we have a balloon floating over the United States. You know, we have the Grammys with all kinds of satanic imagery going on. We've got all kinds of other things that are happening on an ongoing basis. But now we've got to focus on eggs and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. This, this, this Hitler wants to be, he wants to be Hitler. Hitler. He loves Hitler. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. He's just he's he's um, he's just a pervert. You should see him walking to the beach with his wedding gown on. I mean, the guy's a sicko. Google the picture, you'll see it. But the reality is that this group is a group of Sabbatine Kabbalist Luciferians that run the planet through black magic. And we're going to talk about that right now. And I also want to talk about what's going on with, you know, all of the people in the world that don't see the truth. They just don't see it. Now they're going to stop eating the eggs. John 319, starting with 18. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he's not believed in the name of God's one and only son. And this is the verdict. The light has come into the world, but men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. You see this all the time when you get around people that are not believers in Jesus. You see it all the time. It's like a magnet trying to put the north and the north and the south and the south ends together and it repels itself. You know, our bodies put out an energy field when we're filled with the Holy Spirit that permeates around us. It goes into the fabric of space-time, gets quantumly entangles you and me. I pray for you guys every day and you and me in Austin and our families. You guys are family to us. I had one of our listeners, I called him up the other night and talked to him for a little bit of time. And, and I told him, I said, I love you, brother. I said, we're family. And he says, I know, we are too. And so that's how we look at each other on the show. Now, if you're not part of the family of God, I suggest that you accept Christ as your Savior, repent of your sins. You can do that at home very easily by that simple prayer. But Lord, help these people to see the truth, all the ones that are listening and all the new listeners. And we need to understand that light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. Now, today, I'm going to cover some stuff with you guys that I don't normally go into as far as from a, on a regular basis. I've covered it in the past. But I need to because of what just happened in Turkey. Massive tremors devastated Turkey and Syria on Monday, killing thousands. Rescues are facing racing to find trapped survivors as temperatures remain low. I mean, this is unreal what's happened. The grief-stricken father has been pictured holding the hand of his 15-year-old daughter. UNICEF says a girl could be one of the thousands of children killed, thousands and thousands and thousands, up to 20,000 now dead in Turkey. And I've been to Turkey. I've been to Ephesus. Beautiful, beautiful country. Really, really nice people. But we've got to stop for a second. We've got to talk about the fact that you know Turkey's been opposing the World Economic Forum. Syria's been opposing the World Economic Forum. And we have to ask ourselves now about the origin of these earthquakes. Oh, yeah, we're going to go there today because I told you a couple of weeks ago I was going to talk about plate tectonics and scalar energy. Let's talk about the field of scalar physics a little bit. You know, this allows you to up-concentrate energy in any spot you want. Nuclear bomb-type explosions by discharging scalar energy fields. You have massive, massive explosions. And it could be what happened in 1908 in Tunguska when Tesla activated his Warkin Cliff Tower. 
this was in basically existence from 1901 to 1917. In 1918, it was brought to physical use. And this is what Tom Bearden talks about what he did and what Tesla did. This energy from these scalar physics can be manipulated in what's called a piezoelectric field to freely move through the field triggered by external export inputs. And you can move the energy to any place you need it. You can make it vibrate. You can turn it into a heat or you can turn it into electromagnetic radiation or sound which can change everything as far as moving rock. This is the intelligence community information, CIA stuff. Sound can be internal or external. It actually make people hear voices or booms or create massive explosions at around 10 kilometers below the Earth, which can cause massive tectonic shifting. You can do all of this stuff using fields of energy. We talked about a few weeks ago about how Maxfield's equations have been called the second great unification of physics after Isaac Newton, who was, by the way, a Kabbalist, and a lot of stuff he learned, supposedly, was from the Zohar. You know, the Satanist, by the way, that's what he was. He's a doggone wizard weirdo. You know, but this is what happens when we use HARP and we use electromagnetic energy from the satellite dishes, which can be actually put together in order to create massive, massive, massive energy fields on the planet. And a lot of earthquakes can be triggered and are being triggered at a 10-kilometer in areas where the country the U.S. Is, is controlling. It can also be done from satellites. It can also be done with ground tectonics and ground plates and energy devices that are put into the ground. It's simple plate tectonics. The earthquakes should be distributed not always at 10 kilometers. I mean, 70% of earthquakes are 10 kilometers. But they can be done with normal electromagnetic waves at 11 hertz. It can be done by modulating to trigger the earthquakes through the control of scalar fields. Maxwell developed this theory using 4D, which has been re re removed from public domain. Now, 4D means the fourth dimension. You know, we're in a dimension of height and width and depth, but there's another one inside of time space that goes into another world outside of our world that our bodies operate through with scalar physics and through longitudinal waves and scalar waves. And we're going to talk about that right now. I told you a few weeks ago I was going to do this. And, but this has been removed from the public domain. It's in the military domain. Let me, give you some, let me give you some information on this. If you take two satellite dishes that are broadcasting or radio dishes that are broadcasting at 91.1 frequency, and you overlay the waves together, you create a longitudinal wave. You do that again, taking two longitudinal waves, laying them on top of each other, to create scalar energy. This is incredibly powerful. Now, this was being used in the solution of the general field equation by Victor Schauberger works, by his work. When these scalar waves are broadcast via HARP, this fourth dimension intercept Maxwell was talking about, you create scalar potential. And scalar value is a number of each of the third D point in the field of mathematics. It gives you a fourth dimension of time space. This is what this does, and it crosses the barrier of time space instantaneously. So if you, if you send a scalar energy field to Alpha Centurion, another planet in the solar system. It doesn't take 100 million light years to get there. It goes through, I guess, a subspace system in which it's there instantaneously. That's what scalar energy is. The scalar poten potential becomes self-organizing, and the scalar potential eddies that flow through the planet give shape and form basically to this entire planet that we live in. Judy Wood said many schemes that scalar weapons may have been used that may have occurred in 9-11. She actually called it molecular disassociation. If you read her book, Where Did the Towers Go? She was basically a physicist and a particle physicist and structural physicist that works at one of the major universities. These scalar energy fields can be used to cut tunnels into solid rock. They can disintegrate matter. Some say they've been used to create giant underground bases and basically creating with scalar fields, you create acoustics that create anti-gravity. Now, let me stop for one second. I've talked about this. 
when you pray, especially when more than one or two of you are gathered together, when a group of you are praying like we do on this show, you create massive, massive scalar energy. And the scalar energies are created through thought are very real and they're incredibly powerful energy waves. I've talked about this many, many times of what they do and how they change the fabric of space time. And this is what humans have stopped doing because they can go across the universe instantaneously. But humans have stopped praying. It's because with Darwin and all the rest of it, we've stopped giving homage to the Most High God. We've stopped seeking his will in all of the areas of our life. We've stopped realizing that through Christ and through God, all these things are held together. So if you understand all of this, you start to realize this, it really, really makes you get to understand who, who we are and what we are. But think about this for a second, guys. We're always talking about the book of Revelation occurring or the end times occurring. But you know, it may not happen in a lifetime, but we all say this to you. Due to cultural degradation, this whole society has become wicked to the core in many cases. But hey, at least we're listening to each other on this show. You're contacting me. I'm contacting you. You know, we're brothers and sisters in Christ, and we're friends. By the grace of God, we've all found each other in this sea of doubt and unbelief in a world that no longer seeks the most high God. But you and I, our listeners, our friends, will stand in a gap and we'll continue to pray to be led by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is so, so unbelievable on the day of Pentecost. And we still see it working through different churches and different groups and different individuals. Even today, guys, the Holy Spirit is real. The Holy Spirit's an energy field. He comes into you and he changes you. He, be, he allows you to become that of the father as far as your energy field we talk about that with the blood of jesus and what it does we've got to understand what christianity really is and how it can change everything so we need to understand all of this stuff is real you know biology and scalar waves and dna it transmits single photons in the form of longitudinal waves to speak to other dna in the same way it turns frequency into scalar waves and has tremendous energy potential via scalar energy this is basically the human beings and what we have as far as our abilities. Remember, we were created in the Most High God, in the image of the Most High God. Remember that. The frequency of a human is nothing more than measuring the scalar potential of his biophotons. This is why when Moses stepped away from being with God, he literally glowed. We, we basically start glowing when we're in the presence of God because our biophotons become so strong and start emanating light. According to many German physicists, this type of energy can basically be extracted from humans and basically can be done through different types of certain, you know, how should I say, your rituals. And, that, and that's why we have these people who are these Satanists and they're ruling the planet and, and they, they use symbols and they use the different, how should I say, biochemical you know, frequencies inside of these people. And see, remember, black magic at its core is really about demonic possession. Since the world, which we just discussed, is made of energy, not matter, and since energy moves in waves which have frequencies, the satanic rituals are designed to entrain the bioenergetic frequencies of the participants with that of the dark entities on the other side of the veil so that there's a vibrational match. And once there's a frequency lock or resonance lock, the exchange can then take place. Energy, intent, or information go from one being or place or dimension can be transferred into another it's through scalar energy, and this works both, works both ways. The person gets possessed and receives information from certain dark entities, while the dark entities also take something from the person. This theme of possession crops up again and again while exposing the worldwide conspiracy that's been going on. Austin talked about this the other day, about all the demonic possession and how the Bible talks about demonic possession all the time and who these people really are. And, and, it's, and when we stop and we look at what's going on, we realize that this whole planet is being run by, by a sex death cult. And if we understand that this is the group that's playing this game with us, then we really start to realize that this group is a bunch of sickos and that basically they're all being involved as far as, you know, at the highest levels. You know, uh, let me let's talk about the skull and bones. The other day, somebody asked me about skull and bones. 
you know, uh, you know, at Yale University in Connecticut. There's an old secret society founded in 1832 by William Huntington Russell and Alfonso Taft, known as Skull and Bone Society, and its members are bonesmen. Late Professor Anthony Sutton did some great research on skull and bones, and members have admitted to having gone undergo undergo strange initiation rituals, such as making sexual sexual confessions in a tomb, while outsiders heard chilling howls and screams emanating from the windowless skull and bones crypt. Unbelievable! Yeah, you, you, this this stuff is unreal. If you think these secret societies just perverted people messing around, ask yourself why would the elite, many of whom are obsessed with power, be involved with them? Why would they engage in such black magic rituals unless they're getting something in return? more than power. These guys control the printing presses of the world, and most of them have more money than they could ever possibly spend. It's the power they want, not money. Money is just means to an end. Isn't it just coincidence that 2004 U.S. presidential election was George Bush Jr. and John Kerry were running against each other, that both candidates were bonesmen, secret society with a total membership of about 300 in a country of 300 million? Did Tim Russert, the news anchor, get bumped off? Did he? I don't know. For asking too many questions to Bush and Kerry about this secret society, you know, I don't even know what to say about all this stuff. And, and when you start to look at this thing and you are to re- start to realize who these guys are, you start to understand that this entire planet is being run by the evil one. And that's why we as Christians, we have to be children of the light. We have to be children of the Most High God, and we have to continue to bring honor and glory to God in all that we do think and say. You've got to hang out with Christians. You've got to be with Christians. You've got to pray with Christians, and you've got to realize that. We're in this together, guys, me and you and Austin and your families and our prayer partners. And when we start praying for each other, we become quantumly entangled. And once we become quantumly entangled, we're connected. You know, yesterday I had so many people contacting me because I had a rough day with dealing with the loss of Sharon yesterday. And, and it was interesting. I had people contacting me from, from a bunch of different places saying, are you OK today? Are you OK today? I'm feeling something today. And guys, that's how powerful the Holy Spirit is. That's how powerful quantum entanglement is. That's how powerful we have, the power that we have that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. It's amazing what we have as Christians. The problem is Christians have been hamstrung by the name and claim it, blab it, grab it, weirdos in these churches that will no longer preach Christianity and talk about Christ crucified and resurrected and the blood of the lamb that sanctified us. They won't do it because it doesn't fill the crowds with the church pews and doesn't create enough offerings. And they have their multiple private jets and multiple mansions and homes. And it's sad to me. It really is. The churches get involved along with the world and popular mind technique, controlling techniques. Look, look at education, how bad this is. You know, we talked about Charlotte Iserby and look at the research of the, the deliberate dumbing down of America. We need to realize what they do in the education. You know, Hitler said, give me the minds of the youth. Stalin said, give me the minds of the youth. Then we got advertising and propaganda by Bernays, the cousin of Sigmund Freud, that basically decided how they could control the mass mind think and group think by lying to everybody with mass propaganda. Then we have predicted programming. Predicted programming. <laughs> look at the look at the documentation put together by Alan Watt, and to come to the conclusion, the predicted programming has its origin in predominantly elitist Hollywood, where the big screen could offer a big vision of where society is headed. Then we have sports, politics, and religions. Some may take offense at seeing religion or even politics that were put alongside the method of mind control. The central theme is the same throughout divide and conquer. These churches that have come in because of the Johnson Amendment, these churches that have come in that are controlled by the Masonic Lodges have been used to divide Christianity, period. Politics, unbelievable. We know and we've been told multiple times now on this show and other shows and other researchers have said the same thing, that it's what happens. You know, like Samuel Untermeyer talked about how they control things, how Otto Kahn talked about how they control things, how they control both sides of the political theater. But don't forget the sports. 
There are people who literally go home on Friday night and get on the couch and sit on the couch all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, who are consumed with sports. And that sports mentality of being part of the winning team, to be part of the winning tribe, to be part of the group that basically is going to do anything they have to to promote their winning team, will sit there and realize that even the Super Bowl is fixed. And even though it's completely fake and it's not real sports, but it's entertainment, they get consumed by it. And again, that's opioid for the masses, and they don't know what to do, but that's how they see it. So you have the sports, the politics, and the religion. And then we have to realize they can also take and do things to the water and to the ground and to the air and to the food and additives and toxins and food poisons, literally alter brain chemistry to create docility and apathy. Fluoride in drinking water has been shown proven to lower IQ, aspartame and MSG or excitotoxins, which excite brain cells until they die. All of this stuff is in the food supply. Not to mention all of the GMOs now that rot the gut and prevent you from absorbing your nutrients properly. Then you have drugs. Wow. Pharmacia. Oh, the Bible talks about that in detail. This can be any addictive substance, and mind controllers are sure to add it and get something into you to get you addicted. Look, over 100,000 people now are dying of fentanyl and opioid overdose, and that's what they're admitting to. It's probably much, much, much higher than this. And we need to understand that one major arm of the modern mind control agenda is psychiatry which aims to define all people by their disorders and be opposed and oppose them to the human and opposed to their human potential. This was sort of certain. This was, this was foreshadowed books like brave new world <laughs> today. It's even taken further extremes as medical tyranny has taken hold of where nearly everybody has some type of disorder, particularly those who have questioned authority. The use of nerve drugs in the military has led to record number of suicides. Worst of all, the modern drug state has now over 25% of U.S. children on mind-controlling substances like Ritalin and Adderall that we talked about in depth yesterday on the show. Then you have military testing, the long history of military testing, giving people drugs, giving them chemicals, giving them all kinds of things, using DARPA, all of it. Electromagnetic spectrum, electromagnetic soup envelops all, charged by modern devices of convenience have been shown to have direct impact on brain function. Let's talk about voice of God. They can make you think things you don't want to think, do things you don't want to do. They can do all of this stuff, targeted individuals. They can make you suicidally depressed. They can make you elated. They can make you unbelievably happy. All of this has been proven. All of this has been proven repeatedly, and the research has been done. And don't forget about computer and television flicker rates. It's bad enough that we're being programmed on your absolutely horrible TV set. It's engineered and all made easier by literally lulling you into a sleep and putting you into a psychosocial weapon. Flicker rate. Shirei's tests show that the alpha brain waves are altered, producing a type of hypnosis, which doesn't pretend well for the latest revelation. The lights can transmit coded Internet data by flickering faster than the eye can see. The computer flicker rate is less than is video games, social networks, and basic structure, which overloads the brain with information. The rapid pace of modern communication induces an ADHD state. This is what Austin was talking about earlier this week. Keep your kids off the iPhones. Keep your kids off the iPads. Don't let them see it study of video games revealed that extended play can result in lower blood flow to the brain, basically sapping emotional control. Furthermore, role-playing games like lifelike war policy and all these different horrible games that people do basically desensitize you to reality. Wow. One look at WikiLeaks video collateral murder should familiarize anybody who's seen a game like Call of Duty. Then you got nanobots that are being injected into you via the kill shots. Let's not forget the nanobots. Let's not forget the nanobots that are being inhaled via the chemtrails and all the things they spray on you all on an ongoing basis and all the things that could be in your food supply. This is like nuts from a science fiction horror directly to modern 
to the modern brain. The nanobots are on the way. Direct brain modification already has been packaged as neuroengineering. Remember what Wired Magazine said from an article in 2009? It highlighted that direct brain manipulation via fiber optics is a bit messy, but once installed, it can make someone happy with the press of a button. Nanobots take the process to an automated level, rewiring the brain molecule by molecule. Worse than these, many droids can self-replicate, forcing one to wonder how this genie would ever get back in the bottle once it's unleashed. Expect the date of arrival. It'll be 2020s. It'll be with the next decade. This is the group right now with Elon Musk that is doing all of this stuff with the wiring of the brain and the neural interfaces and this artificial reality they want to put us into. Guys, this group of entities that run this planet, they're not of flesh and blood. They've been around here for thousands and thousands of years, and they're the ones who control everything through the direct implementation of all these things I'm talking to you about this morning, through the field of scalar physics, to the field of mind control, to the field of going against Christianity and destroying the church and making you think that Jesus wasn't real and God isn't real. Let me give you a newsflash here. The entire planet changed 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead. And the calendar and the Roman Empire, everything changed. It is very real. The evidence there is is incredible of what happened on Calvary 2,000 years ago. But they don't want you to believe that. They don't want you to understand that the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, dwells in me, and that we can change all of this. We may not delay the book of Revelation from occurring. We may not delay, delay what is going to happen to this planet, but we can sure put a, you know, our best ability to, to slow this thing down and do the best we possibly can to bring honor and glory to God all the days of our life. Realize this, guys. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and this is the day the Lord hath made. And as far as me and my family, we will not walk in fear. We will walk in victory all the days of our life because Jesus Christ overcame both death, hell, and the grave. And now we have victory through him, through the power that he's put into us. Be a Christian. Be a man. Be an alpha man. Be an alpha female. And you stand your ground. When you go into a restaurant, you pray out loud. You let everybody know that you're a Christian. When you have your kids with you, you pray and hold hands with them in a restaurant. Let everybody know that Christianity is real and God is real and the power that's in us is real. Let them emulate our behavior. So that's us emulating the, the, the behavior of the world. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that was a very, very excellent summary on that. And you made a valid point. I want to kind of elaborate something very quickly on it. You know, you said it may not delay revelations it may not change things and the truth about it is we know all these things are going to come to pass regardless and the biggest thing that i've come to terms with and a lot of people i know have been the same way is that we've reached a point now once you have a conviction it doesn't really matter in reality what the end outcome is because we know we're sanctified by christ but the biggest part of it is what we do and how we handle ourselves and how we continue to push forward it's like Paul said, you know, I've, I've, I've fought the good fight. I finished the race. I finished it. I did the best I could. And that's always been my motto with a lot of things is it's not necessarily always what the overall outcome is the end. It's that you did the best you possibly could. I've said this well to my kids, especially if they're in jujitsu now. And I was the same way when I was in karate and taekwondo and jujitsu and doing competitions and fighting and going to U.S. Open. A lot of times you have this concept, you're like, oh, man, your overall goal is to win. Your overall goal is to be the best 100%. But there's sometimes there's always somebody that's going to be bigger, stronger, meaner, faster, more aggressive than you in the ring. 
And I found that out many a times. I won many a fights, many a fights. And I also lost fights. You know, I got fourth in the U.S. Open when I was fighting. And it's interesting, though, is that, you know, I knew when I got done, I did the best I could. Now, somebody come in that was bigger than me and stronger than me, yeah. It was actually a big German team that came in that a lot of people accused that they were basically sandbagging, that they were putting down false age brackets because these guys were bigger than just about everybody in our age group in the 11-12 grade, 11-12 age group. And it was ironically enough, I qualified and finished off at fourth and got tagged out as far as, you know, got, you know, that was it. At fourth place, that was the best I got. And the kid that proceeded further from me, he ended up getting his arm broke in the fight. And so you never know how things can change, We continuing how they happen and what happens with them. But one thing that I've always told my kids is you do the best you can. Sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And I've learned a long time ago, every now and then, everybody takes a beating. I don't care who you are. I don't care how mean you are, how strong you are, how fast you are. At some point in time, everybody takes a beating. And at the end of the day, as long as you know that you pushed it as hard as you could, you held your conviction, you fought the good fight, you stood for your morals, you stood for your values, and you did the best you could and proclaimed it as loud as you could, that's all that matters. Because that's where I think a lot of Christians now have gotten this kind of already conceded where they've, they've already kind of gone in now and said, well, it doesn't really matter. We just, it, it's already going to happen anyways. It doesn't matter. The rapture is going to occur next week. We already know that. And I'm always like, where do you come? You've been saying that. I've had people say that to me for the last 10 years. Well, the rapture is going to happen this year. I'm like, where, where, is, where is this coming from? Well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen this year. Pastor said it's going to happen. It's 2012. Rapture is going to happen. I've literally heard people say that to me and get red faced with hysteria arguing me that the rapture is going to happen this year. And next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. And we're in 2023 now, and I'm still here, still fighting, still pushing. And what I have found is I don't care what occurs. I don't care if it's a pre-trib rapture. I don't care if it's mid but whatever the concept you want to come up with. It doesn't matter to me. All I know is this. I'm going to push it as hard as I can, as loud as I can, as fast as I can for as long as I can. That's where it comes down to with me. And what we have seen now with a lot of these churches where they have used – the rapture as more of a neutering device to keep Christians from speaking up. It doesn't matter, guys. Listen, it doesn't matter about anything you do. It doesn't matter if you speak up or not. None of it matters. It doesn't matter how you stand from your conviction. It's all erroneous because we're getting raptured next week. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. And what happens is everybody goes, oh, oh, okay. Well, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be vocal. I don't have to speak up. I don't have to go to my school board meetings. I don't have to stand my ground. I don't have to talk about what they're doing to our children. It doesn't matter. It's all erroneous because next week we're getting raptured. And the next year, and the next year, and the next year, and the next year. Remember what happened when Trump was in office? You guys remember this very clearly. If any of you guys were awake, there was constant QAnon and PSYOP. It was total PSYOP. Continually, trust the movement. Trust the plan. We know what we're doing. Just stay back. Let us handle this. Trust the plan. We're going to fix this. And a month would go by. Another month would go by. Another month would go by. More invasion of our rights. More nonsensical things happening. Oh, we're getting bump fire stocks are turning into a felony now. Oh, don't worry about it. Trust the plan. This QAnon, trust the plan. It's all under control. And that's what they did the entire presidency. Until finally everybody realized at the very end, there was no plan. It was a total CIA psyop to keep people suppressed and not speaking up and not pushing forward and just simply going, oh, 
Trump, hoorah, hoorah, trust the plan. He's going to fix everything. Until he allowed all those individuals to get busted at the Capitol, didn't pardon one single one of them all the way up until the 21st when he stepped out. Nothing happened. Nothing occurred. He wasn't running things from Mar-a-Lago. It was a complete and total sham. This is very, very easy to recognize psychological operations if you understand the background of it with the CIA. I told you guys yesterday about Operation Northwood. I hope you guys looked it up with what they proposed to JFK, how they're actually going to paint military weapons or civilian civilian planes like military planes and shoot them down and blame it on Cuba. The thing about it was Operation Northwood wasn't the only one. There was Operation Mongoose under the DOD with the CIA who had numbers of proposals, 12 proposals in, in total entitled possible actions to promote, prom, provoke, harass, and disrupt Cuba. Memorandum outlines Operation Bingo, a false flag plan to create an incident which had the appearance of an attack on U.S. facilities in Cuba, giving an excuse for U.S. military to overthrow the current government of Cuba. This continually went on through 1962, even after General Limitzer lost his job as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. The Joint Chiefs still planned false flag pretext operation all the way into 1963. The, the military, the DOD, and the CIA was fully operational in this, working on plans to figure out lies. And then what do you, you know what happened in 1963 in November? They executed JFK. The whole thing was set up because he would not go along with a lot of these proposals. So when people say, trust the plan, it's okay. The government knows what's best. Oh, they know what's best for them. They know what's best for their corporations. They know what's best for BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Oh, yes, they do know what's best for them. They do not care under any aspect about the humanity or the people of the United States. They don't care about the rule of law, and they sure as heck don't care about the Constitution. They've been very clear on that for the last 60 years, but yet you still have the gullible minds that go, oh, it's okay. Hey, listen, this study said don't eat eggs. You, you, you understand, it's not you COVID anti-vaxxers. It's not the vaccines that are making, it's the eggs. It's the, hey, you need to stop eating eggs. You need to eat your soy burger. Bill Gates said it's good. You get a soy burger, I'm gobble, 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 gobble down my soy burger. Mmm, good soy burger. Now, I don't know why my gut's rotting, turning to mush. I'm eating so much Roundup. Mmm, maybe I should look back at the research articles and the studies and the photos that are on our website at healthmasters.com that goes into detail of what happens when you feed rats, mice, and pigs GMO, Roundup-resistant, ready, Monsanto corn on a regular basis. The tumors grow so enlarged they're half the size of the rats. The pigs, when they autopsy them, their entire digestive tracts were mush. You can look it up, healthmasters.com. Glyphosate, corn, put in the search engine. This research is from, what, 15 years ago now. This is old school stuff that I'm talking about. The research is there. The photos are there. The documentation, hundreds and hundreds of pages. Research, dude, this is what glyphosate does to the human body. This is what it does to mammals. This is what it does to the digestive tract. This is what it does to the liver. Oh, no. No, the government would never let that be in the food supply because they care about you. They want you to be strong and healthy. That's why the United States has the largest intake of pharmaceutical drugs by a civilian population in the entire world. It's because they want you to be healthy, right? No, not at all. But that means, again, 
it's our duty to speak the truth, to get the truth out there, and continue to call out for what it is. I saw photos yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's so far embarrassing and hypocritical. I don't really even know how to respond to it. I saw it on Daily Mail UK and a lot of other mainstream media has covered it. And now they've quickly taken it down and not given it much coverage. A giant group of trans lives matter protesters actually went into the Oklahoma Capitol building and locked it down. They wouldn't let people leave to fight the bills that ban gender-confirming surgery under 21. I'm not joking. 150 protesters from groups, including Oklahomans for Equality and Freedom, went into the Oklahoma Capitol building to fight and protest against a new bill that restricts transgender surgery for children under 18 and children under or adults under 21. There's a bunch of bills that went forward. One of the bills that went in there was simply stating that they, the state could not fund or give grants to allow children under 18 to get transgender surgery. So basically the state wasn't going to fund them. Oh, no, no, we got to pay on that. Article goes on to say here, the protest was a, a collection of proposed uh, – a protest against collection of proposed new legislation. While it remains unclear whether the entry in the building was peaceful or not – oh, wait, wait. So, okay. So breaking into the Capitol, locking people in there, screaming, yelling, and cussing at everyone, it was a mostly peaceful protest, guys. That They stormed into the Capitol of Oklahoma, videos inside, chanting loudly, screaming profanities. Uh, but hey, you know what? Um, it's unclear how many lawmakers were inside and how they actually gained complete entry into the entire capital when there's only a few areas you can walk in for tourist areas. But hey, it was just a peaceful occupation. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I haven't, I haven't seen the DOJ come out with an, uh, any anything on this today. How they're going to be looking into the uh, violent overthrow of the Oklahoma Capitol in order to change the bills that were happening. Oh, in order to stop and prevent lawmakers from proceedings. Oh, I remember that charge. Oh, that's right. Nobody's even talking about it because why? Well, because it goes along with the agenda because you have grown adults that want to pretend they're a different gender and tell everybody else that they have to recognize them and then say, we want the bills changed and we want to be able to castrate and mutilate 11 and 12 and 13 year old children because, well, you know, that makes sense with science. Guys, none of it makes sense, none of it's science, and none of it's healthy, and none of it's biblical. You understand, I'm not going to get into detail, what happens when you start doing that to a person, and you start putting them on these drugs and these injections, these hormones, and then start cutting appendages off or start adding things onto their body. It never functions properly, period. It's unbelievably unhealthy, and virtually every single person that has come out and had this done, that's been very vocal and honest about it, has said it was a horrific mistake, and they wish they never did it. But yet it's supposed to be totally cool for 11 and 12-year-olds to do it, and the state's supposed to fund them. And yet when they don't get their way and lawmakers put bills forward to not allow this in their state, they storm the Capitol, 150 protesters, and lock it down. Hey, but you got to remember, it was mostly peaceful. So don't worry about it. You know, don't, don't, don't worry about it. They're just doing their thing, getting paid by their George Soros-backed funding groups so they can continue to push the perverted ideology in Oklahoma. Nothing to see here. Don't bring it up. DOJ knows nothing. I see nothing. I know nothing. We see nothing. Oh, wait. We got another video of somebody walking on the Capitol steps on January 6th. We got them. We've got them now. Charged them with felony counts of trespassing on Capitol steps. 
go extract them out of their house with FBI agents in the middle of the night with a no-knock search warrant. We got them now. We saw them. They're walking on the Capitol on January 6th. Oh, there's people in Oklahoma that stormed the Capitol with that. They're just peaceful, guys. It's a peaceful occupation. Don't worry about it. The level of hypocrisy knows no bounds. But switching to an entirely different subject, and this is more bubblegum for the brain story, because I found it very cool and interesting because I'm a certified scuba diver. So I thought I would share this story with you because I thought it was pretty cool, and it's something fun and more bubblegumish than dealing with trannies going into the Capitol building. The treasures of the Westmore can now finally be revealed in Lake Michigan. This is pretty cool. I've always been in the shipwrecks. I'm a huge scuba diver. So the Westmore was lost in a storm in December 7th, 1854 in Lake Michigan. Lost 17 souls lost their lives. Another 17 made it to shore and pretty much had to walk 40 miles in the freezing cold to get to the next uh, city, next town. This is in 1854. It's not like there was massive transit back then. It was interesting. For over 150 years, this ship's location was unknown until found in 2010, 200 feet below the waters of the Platte Bay. And it's forbidden to recover artifacts from the Great Lake wrecks without a permit, and Westmore's no exception. However, the permitting has finally been approved, and they're underway to salvage the cargo. However, it's an extremely difficult dive. And this is the part that I found interesting. Is it at the depth at 200 feet? It's about 34 degrees at that lake, and it's covered up by multiple areas that basically have like hills and plateaus in the bottom of the lake. So they can't just go in and recover it because it's been there for 150 years. But they're estimating over 150 barrels of regional distilled whiskey that are still held in cask along with over $20 million in gold, which is pretty cool. And one of the uh, divers has said, this is very interesting. He said, because the regional distillery is extremely interested in salvaging the whiskey. He goes, the genetic makeup of corn was different in 1854, which may lead to a very unique taste. And he's not wrong about that. Uh, Corn wasn't getting sprayed with glyphosate every single day in 1854. So this is going to be interesting from people that are connoisseurs in that. And I'd be very interested in the gold because that's going to be pretty cool. However, they said it's a very difficult dive because it being 34 degrees and 200 feet, they can't just run nitrox mixture. They're having to run other mixtures with it, including helium. I learned that when I was a diver. I was not nitrox certified, but anything with nitrox, you're good for about 110, 120 feet, and your bottom depth goes much longer. The longest depth I ever went was about 110 feet on a shipwreck dive down in Nassau, and I was running just regular oxygen on one tank. The problem is I had no bottom. I was only able to stay down there about three to four minutes because I just sucked the air too fast. And then you have to go on with your basically going up in different sections because you can you got to decompress properly or else you get the bends and you got to go to a, a decompression chamber. It's extremely painful and you get nitrogen toxicity. It's horrific. So you got to be very careful when you're diving that deep. These guys are diving 200 feet. So this can be a very interesting dive. Very curious to see it. But I thought I would just bring that up as kind of a cool story with a shipwreck in Lake Michigan with all this gold. And these guys are going to dive down to 200 feet and get it. Very exciting dive. Would love to be a part of that if I was actually experienced enough to do it. But 110 feet in the wreck dive, that was deep enough for me. And I don't need to risk, be that risky any further. <laughs> what do you think, Dad? <laughs> well, I was with you on that dive. I remember that. And I remember I had uh, basically taken a break on that deep dive that you did because I've been down that deep before. and didn't really want to do it again because, like you said, the bottom time is so limited because you're not carrying enough air with you. And so uh, it's interesting when you scuba dive. It's a very, very dangerous thing to do. 
I remember one time we were on a cruise and we were down in Aruba and I'll never forget. We had a guy who was like, but this is, this has been 20 years ago now, 25 years ago. And I remember there was a guy who was a Toronto police man. He was basically a uh, Mountie. He was basically would get on a, you know, he was on a horse all the time. And, and he basically got out there and aspirated, you know, sucked all his air out. This big seas that day is like six, eight feet. And this big guy, about 240 pounds. And he basically sucked all the air out of his tank and basically passed out and was floating off the sea. You know, had his vest inflated, but he was like out and done. By the grace of God, his vest had inflated, keeping his face out of the water so he wasn't aspirating seawater, but he was unconscious. And so the dive guy went and grabbed him real quick and dragged him back to the boat. But the problem was the boat was anchored in such a way that it was the back deck was going up and down six feet in the air. Very dangerous to get on wearing tanks. And I remember me and another guy grabbed this guy, this big mounty guy. And as the boat went down, then it came up again. We had him under his arms. We pulled him back up on top of the boat, and he was unconscious. And they had to immediately go back to shore and get him medical aid. Uh, they were afraid he was going to basically die. But he was okay. I saw him at dinner that night, and I started talking to him. He didn't remember anything. He was completely unconscious. And I told him, by the grace of God, he was still alive. And see, and so when you do things that are high risk like that, you've got to be really, really careful. You've got to obey the rules. It's kind of like when I'm, I'm a pilot and I'm flying. You've got to obey the rules. But this is something that we all need to understand, that the rules that we need to obey also are based on God's word. They were called the Ten Commandments, not the Ten Suggestions. Do your best to be obedient to the Word of God. Yesterday I was speaking to somebody, and they asked me what my purpose was in life. I kid you not. It was a pretty deep question to ask somebody. And I said it's to serve God to obey his commandments because that is the sole duty of man. And they looked at me kind of funny, and they thought, well, that's, that's, that's a strange answer because they never expected that. I laughed, and I said, you didn't expect me to say that, did you? I said, no, we did not. See, that's the key here as Christians, isn't it? We know who runs the universe. We know who built the universe. We know who sent his own son to die for us to basically get us to a position where we go back to God Almighty and be one with God the Father. It's kind of important to listen to him and do what he asks you to do. Just, just say it. Just thought I'd mention that to you guys. Gosh, guys, I love you. been a wild show today. I appreciate you. It was my pleasure praying for you this morning. And it's my pleasure and my honor to be called your friend called your brother for me to call you brothers and sisters i love you guys also finish it up absolutely also two and more updates of the continual push for more covid drugs that don't work merck's covid drug now is being linked to new virus mutation study says they said the covid pill lagvrio l-a-g-e-v-r-i-o is giving rise to new mutations of viruses in some patients according to the study some research where the drug may contain may create more contagious or health-threatening variations. Mutations linked to the drug have been identified in viral samples taken from dozens of patients, according to a preprint study from researchers in the U.S. and at the Francis Crick Institute, Imperial College of London, and other U.K. institutes. Now, it's funny about this in an ironic way. It's not funny because people are getting more and more sick. Is that doctors? And virologists that were educated said this from the very beginning. Regardless of the efficacy of these shots and these drugs, the safety of them, that's a whole other topic we'll get into that I have gotten into. You guys already know that. But the concept of taking something that's an upper respiratory virus and continually trying to vaccinate your way out of it and continually giving more drugs like this drug, which Lavero works by actually creating mutations in the COVID genome that allegedly prevents the virus from replicating in the body, reducing the chances it will cause severe illness. So we're caught, we're giving people drugs to mutate the virus in their body. We're giving people vaccines that cause them to produce spike proteins in the body. And 
suddenly everybody's surprised when you start having repeated mutations and then you have Pfizer coming out with their director on an undercover video on Project Veritas bragging bragging about Pfizer doing directed evolution or gain-of-function research essentially by mutating the virus among monkeys and people just go, oh no man, it's totally normal, just get your booster shot. We're like a booster 18 now, man. Get your next booster. <laughs> you can't even make this stuff up. But again, another reason why, keep your immune system strong naturally, take care of your body naturally, eat clean and healthy, and minimize the toxins that are in your body. And that way, when you need something and your body actually does maybe get exposed to something that it has to fight off, and you got the vitamin C, the D3, the zinc, and the N-acetylcysteine on hand, your body has the raw nutrients and the reserve energy and the immune system to fight it off fairly quick. You know, I talked to a really good friend of mine that I've known for years, dad's friends for years. He came in and uh, got a couple supplements from us, and he said he got over COVID not too long ago. And I asked him, and he goes, yeah, I took the supplements. I bounced back, you know, put me down for a little bit. And he's an older gentleman. He's like 10 years older than dad. And he said, yeah, I bounced out of it, though. I said, yeah, because that's you let your body do what it needs to do. The concept that we have to keep injecting ourselves and vaccinating ourselves and taking more drugs every single time we get an upper respiratory virus is ludicrous from a scientific standpoint. Do your own research, come to your own conclusion. But one thing I can tell you, don't believe everything you hear when it comes on the mainstream media. Keep your head up, keep the truth up. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, healthmasters.com with our product of the week, prostate support on sale for one last day only today. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow on the website at healthmasters.com and take advantage of the sales we have on this week, including the healthy immune system kit, testosterone support kit the sleep like a baby kit and a few other ones that we're putting up there thank you for your support my friends thank you from our listeners our customers i really appreciate everything you do in the emails have a blessed safe awesome evening we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always